watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Yeah! Yeah, look at it, man. My blood pressure, I don't even have blood pressure problems. But I'm like, I don't like to be late. We five minutes in. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. This is why I was on the phone with a lovely talent that I, I hope I can usher in and it could become the next, the next, well, the whatever, the next overdue Shonda Rhimes, Katori Hall, she's so talented. And I got on that and then my attorney called and I said, look, man, I got to hop. Um, but usually what I usually do is I get on 15 minutes. Okay. Or, but I got caught up in business, so that's on me. But we're here now. We're here. That's all I'm at. You got to look down. You And I, I got to look down. I got to remember, I got to look down. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. Okay, so we'll go ahead and get started so we can get done and, and have and, fun. And you're, and you're Ashley, right? Yes, I'm Ashley yeah. Show with 2Hour Magazine. Yes. Okay, gotcha. I'm clear. Yeah. Okay. Were you on a clubhouse thing that day? No, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. okay. No. no, that was Marva. That was Marva and, and Jackie Bush. Okay, so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Okay, so we have Isaiah Washington, award-winning actor, philanthropist, advocate, producer, director, author, all of that. I don't know how he's still going with all these hats that you wear, and I'm sure there's many more. <laughs> how are you doing today? I am good. Good. <laughs> I'm here. You know, I, I had a little technical difficulties there, uh, but we 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 overcame it. We overcame right. It. That's in and out. We done. Yeah. So you know, we're based out here in Houston, and I found out. Oh wow! Really? Yes, that you're born in Houston. So how long were you out here? Born and raised. I left at 17 to join the military. I'm the first okay. graduating class in Willow Ridge High School. Yeah. Right there in uh, Fort Bend County, or what we now know as Missouri City. Right. I grew Most up in, in uh, the area that's if it's still there, a uh, subdivision called Ridgegate. Okay. Opposite of Ridgemont and Briargate, you know, and Chasewood. So yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Houston, you can throw your H's up. We're, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I mean, even for that, that's Howard University too. So Oh, okay, right. All of that. You had all the H's. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a birthday coming up. August so, 3rd, that's correct. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You doing something big for the birthday? No, I just play Call of Duty. Oh, Lord. You got to do those. something big for 60, though. I, I tell everybody, just leave me alone. Okay. That's a good birthday. <laughs> I, may, I may go get a, medicure, a pedicure, a manicure. That's about it. Like, okay. Because everybody, look, I'm celebrating. That's the only break I get. Right. <laughs> okay, because June, I get Father's Day. Uh -huh. That's cool. But July, mm -hmm. there's something we got to do for the 4th of July. There's something yeah. we got to do, you know, August, no, September, schools, mm -hmm. colleges, mm -hmm. October, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. My wife's birthday is January 15th. So it's about the Lucinda holiday, my wife's right. birthday. Then my anniversary is February. So I would have my 27th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Then March, which is the beginning of spring break. Then there's April, that's Easter. You just going then through the May, that's Mother's Day. June, I need a break. Right. July is popping. <laughs> August, I need a break. You need a break. <laughs> well, I heard you mention uh, your wife, and I know you have three kids. They, I was wondering, do they even think that you're like a celebrity? And they're like, eh, that's just dead. That's just hey. my husband, whatever. My 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 kids are incredibly talented. Uh, my daughter can read a Harry Potter book in a week or less. Oh, since wow. she was four, 13, 14 years old, she's really a 
become an incredible, I really believe she's gonna end up being a writer, director, and producer herself because when her, her brother auditioned for this big movie once, um, mm -hmm. she was doing the audition taping and I came in and started giving notes and said, you know, cut and stop. And she looked at me like, don't come in here and call and cut. I'm like, like she right. she had full on director energy. And I'm like, yes. like, don't be coming here taking, I got this. And I'm right. like, okay, director. But she, you know, she's, they're all super talented. I, I think they know me as daddy. Mm -hmm. and I'm always performing. I'll do anything. You get to know me to make you laugh. Yeah. Uh, the, the real me, I'm just silly me. I'm silly yeah. daddy, but daddy's yeah. firm. Daddy's this, the mom. I'm daddy. Um, right. They are just now starting to watch my movies. Um, okay. They've been seeing like Crooklyn. Mm -hmm. they, um, they prefer their daddy. <laughs> that makes sense. They, yeah, they, you know, um, I have a book out, you know, they don't yeah. really want to read the, they, they know me. So yeah. it's like those, those, those are characters. That's not my daddy. So right. you, you're good at what you do, dad, but yeah, that's, that's not, that's not my, my father. So right. Right. They don't really express a lot of interest in it. You know, it's that really makes interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. I was wondering, because, you know, I mean, you've done so many things and then you've been in this business for over 30 years. So I'm like, it, it just makes perfect sense to me that, you know, your family, your kids would get into it some kind of way, some aspect of it. So like kind of helping her, like even when you were giving her like a few tips, she was like, mm -mm. you've been well, well I wasn't. They've done a lot of school plays that I recently um, uh, directed. Um, oh, okay. With my daughters, I've been very much a part of their, their school plays uh, and they're fine little actors themselves, but Wow. Somehow, so you, they you haven't took... picked up on it. They don't they don't desire it unless they're lying to me. <laughs> but I don't they that's not yeah. But my, my, my other son is an incredible uh influence highly by Japanese culture. So he's putting together a manga comic book um really? and okay. storyline. He's an incredible illustrator. He draws like beautifully. Mm -hmm. And my other son was in went to full sale university, was interested in coding for video games, but kind of saw the world and the lifestyle and realize mm, maybe I want to be mm -hmm. on the the maybe the promotional end of it he's not really sure so he's back home trying to figure it out he's an incredible uh, uh barista an incredible bartender now he makes us some great drinks I can't wait yes. to get off he's gonna make some great new drinks he's created yeah. um so he's finding his way he's world traveled my daughter mm -hmm. is we're homeschooling her mm -hmm. um um because how's that going because you know ever since covid everybody's like uh y'all can take these kids back <laughs> no 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 we created our own space with other students we we um, we've been... so y'all have like education pods or something yeah exactly um, so um that's working really really well to get her uh excuse me i'm so sorry to get her um uh graduated mm -hmm. um she's in, we'll go back to her uh 11th grade year and then she wants to go to the fashion institute she's a little fashionista like her mother yes, that's um, cool. so yeah well let's get into this you've been very vocal about you know being uh, you know people opening up doors and creating opportunities um for black people in the industry so you've been in it over 30 years so you've seen some progression so do you think there's anything that has 
you know, changed or been uh, more beneficial as time has gone on? Or you feel like this is still the same? I'm a little disappointed that colorism has, has come back so strong, mm -hmm. making our darker skin, mel heavily melanated women and men feel bad. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought we ended that when I showed up with my locks in Love right. Jones. Right. You know, I thought we addressed that when I showed up with my locks playing an anesthesiologist opposite mm -hmm. of Queen Latifah on Living yeah. Single. Yeah. I thought that, you know, what does my skin color have to do with my intellect or my sexuality? Um, I thought we addressed all that by the time I got to dance in September or Romeo mm -hmm. Must Die. But I have to say, I'm really shocked and disappointed that uh, light skin, dark skin is still a thing. It's a thing, man. Mm -hmm. um, it's still a thing. That, that, that's the thing. <clears throat> that uh, I think when I, when I was on my book tour and I was in Atlanta, this was back in um, 2010, mm -hmm. 2011, and a soror uh, from one, I think Clark University showed up and and she won. Oh, uh, soror, what fraternity? I think she was AKA. Okay, wait, are you a part of a fraternity? No, I, I stepped outside oh. of that too. I, okay, I, I, okay. I said no to, uh, I am, but it's called the Artists of Dionysus out of Howard University. It's the arts. It's the arts. Oh, program. okay. Okay. Yeah, because I wasn't vibing with the Kappas. I wasn't vibing with the Alphas at Howard. I wasn't vibing. I'm like, I got to do what? <laughs> I got, what? I'm going to do what? Man, I can knock my own door down. I'm not playing these games with you. I've been in the military. I've been I'm divorced. I mean, I'm too old. Yeah, 23. I'm too old for these games. I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing all this. I'm not. The heck with this smoker. I, I'm, I'm not doing all that. I'm not getting an S Carol. I'm not doing all that. Not, <laughs> you know. And, and, but but I I just, colorism. Well, that's why I really became an actor because I was there during the years. Of, you know, the Kamala Harris's and you know mm -hmm. to be dark skinned at that time. You know, for some, if you didn't have money, right, then you were on the outs mm -hmm. in our community. We could be hard on each other in our community. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. You know. You know what it is. So yes. I, I I always say when I was at Howard, I found how how black I was and how black I wasn't. You know, right, for my right. own people, I didn't know that I need to have good hair and be bow-legged with green eyes. I didn't, right. I, I'm like, are you serious? I'm at Howard University. I'm at, I'm at the Mecca. I'm at the HBCU. Yeah. And we sit up here dealing with each other like this. And this was in 1986. That's so crazy. I became an actor to, to really buck that. And mm -hmm. then now, everything that I thought I was doing like it, it, didn't, right it didn't put a dent 20 years later. I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm. So when you ask me in terms of the industry and media and social media, I'm really disappointed that, you know, colorism is still making our people, dividing our people like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hope that changes again. Yeah. Um, I, I'm still around a little grayer, but right. I still hope that there are other people that look like me or mm -hmm. inspired and, and, and feel more confident and we can get past this skin color thing right in our own community it's just not healthy but i can understand why you know because the average industry supports you know less melanated people around mm -hmm. the world than than us but right right we, we just got to yeah. keep doing it man we just got yeah that's, that's why you were doing what you're doing right exactly so <laughs> I, you know and sort of to you know further that point i was scrolling through your instagram and i came across a quote that i was like okay i'm feeling this quote so what? you you quoted james brown 
And so you quoted, um, I don't want anyone to get oh, me. Oh, Lord, I got to go to my grandhouse. What you do? <laughs> I may have to delete something. Hold on, hold on. Am I about to make another headline? Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Hit me with it. <laughs> no, you quoted James Brown. He was like, I don't want anyone to give me anything. Open the door and I'll get it myself. So, so what doors do you feel like need to be open so that uh, people of the melanated hue can get it themselves? Okay, where's that? Where's that post? I need to see that because I actually just said that in another interview, and it is a through line. <clears throat> what I'm saying is, there's still a, a level of uh, bigotry, mm -hmm. prejudice, and bias in the industry. And for whatever reasons, you have certain people that have been hurt, traumatized, that enjoy hurting others. It doesn't matter what ethnicity, gender, right. sexual orientation, hurt people hurt people, right? right? So there are a lot of people out there that spend a lot of time trying to hold other people back, other groups mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. Don't matter what the group is for whatever reasons, mm -hmm. uh, to either protect themselves or to inoculate it inoculate themselves from budget restraints or constraints right. they're always looking for a reason to say no right something. so that's where i'm coming from is that well while you're saying no i'm going to keep being good mm -hmm. i'm going to keep a smile on my face i'm mm -hmm. going to keep being positive and whatever it is i'm going to beat you down with with with, with excellence there you go that's what i mean by that there you go. okay black excellence i love it Mm -hmm. So, okay, first of all, you, your acting range is amazing. As you already know, you kind of listed like your whole uh, roster of stuff that you've done. But like you went from a senator asking to put God back in education and God's not dead. Oh, uh, yeah. A, yes, to a mayor trying to buy a strip club to turn into a casino <laughs> in Pea Valley, to a black cowboy in Corsicana. So, <laughs> Tell me how are you choosing these roles? Because I mean, <laughs> well, if you look at a lot I love of, all of it. if you look at a lot of my roles, I pick a lot of roles that <clears throat> one or two things they either scare me, uh, make me uncomfortable. Okay. Um, I know it has clearly it's not me. Yeah. Um, and I can put on those shoes to see if I can actually go there. And I pick some roles because I'm pissed off because I didn't know who that person was. Oh, I didn't know that that person was in that position. Like with Dance in September, I didn't know that there was an African-American executive that helped create it years ago called the WB, mm. which ultimately uh, helped spawn uh, um, UPN, mm. which both were pretty much merged into what we now know the CW network. And we don't really see as many melanated people on TV and those networks anymore. So I played uh, Dance in September, um, to get into that world of what it takes to be in television uh, years ago, 23 years ago. It's on HBO called Dance in September with the great Nicole Ari Park, Parker. Um, and then Edie Nixon recently in uh, the retelling of the Rosa Parks story uh, called The Movement on TV One, where I played Edie Nixon, who I didn't know was very instrumental in really hitting the getting the setting the fire on the boycott strategically and actually handpicking Martin Luther King uh, to really you know, not well, not exceed him, but be the forefront of of the movement because he was older, and just to give him pay homage to him, 
And I didn't know anything about Bass Reeves. There would be no state of Oklahoma if it wasn't for Bass Reeves. Mm-hmm. And some would say, and I through my research, that there would be no Lone Star, I mean, Lone Ranger TV yeah. show with Tonto and the Lone Ranger, which is really Bass Reeves. He spoke, mm-hmm. although he was illiterate, he spoke five um, Native American languages after he fled the Confederacy uh, and ran away as a slave, as being um, a personal bodyguard, an armed bodyguard for the son of his master, George Reeves, Colonel George Reeves. They got into a card fight, which I put in my movie. And they were like brothers, having a spat over a card, drinking, and they had a fight. But he was like, he forgot he was black. <laughs> right. <laughs> you whooped your brother's ass. Right. But he was a white ass. Right. <laughs> you gonna get lynched. <laughs> right. So okay. he fled. Because back in that time, that was instant death, but he had never worked on a plantation. He was such an incredible uh, sharpshooter that since the age of eight, that his master just made money off of him doing turkey shoots across Mm -hmm. from Arkansas to Texas. He was profitable, much like Mm -hmm. any athlete, like Michael Jordan or LeBron. Well, I mean, Um, anyway, they can make money off of, you know, so. Right, so he (laughs) and his mother lived in the big house and, you know, he was a brown-skinned man. He, he never picked any cotton, but he had his, 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 his one issue that I try to capture in the movie is that he was a very good tracker of human beings, and he was also utilized to track runaway slaves, mm-hmm. and that was a turning point for him because once he saw what happened, once they captured the slaves, he knew he was definitely young, but he was different, right. but not different. Right. Because if that can do if if what I just did can you could do that to them, mm-hmm. then that means you could also do that to Same. me. Mm-hmm. So as I've been trying to tell his story and get people really research Bass Reeves, is that he swore he would never track another slave again, but he would track people who've done criminal acts, right? All walks of life. And when he was working in the Indian territory, there was no institutionalized racism in the Indian territory. It was complete lawlessness. So you could put Iraq, Afghanistan, and Chicago combined. Really? And he arrested over 3,000 yeah. criminals that did not want to be caught. Mm-hmm. He would go into various disguises to do so, much like Sherlock Holmes. If you look at when Sherlock Holmes was created, it's really pretty close to the timeline when Bass Reeves was at the height of his law enforcement mm. uh, techniques in terms of being a detective. If you look at the Lone Ranger, he rode a white horse. He was in disguise most of the time. He would give a silver dollar to people who gave him great uh, information to capture his man or woman. And that's where the silver bullet comes from. And he was also rode what we call a paint or a spotted horse, Pinto, that's that's white, white body and brown spots, Mm -hmm. or maybe a brown body and white spots, you can't really Mm -hmm. tell. Uh, Is it a white horse with brown spots or is it a brown horse with white spots? But we call it a paint. So when you look at the Lone Ranger, those are both his favorite horses that he used to track criminals. So when you look at the Lone Rangers, we could safely say, they could argue if you want, but those were the type of one of five different horses that he used uh, out on on the range. And uh, more importantly, he had a very thick mustache. So you look at a lot of these characters that are less melanated, with these mm-hmm. big mustaches, cowboy right. hats that can shoot a Winchester real good. That all comes from Bass Reeves. Right. I'm convinced that every Western from John Wayne's early movies, if you were a badass, came from a black cowboy. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's 
what I've read. And then um, also the other cowboy movie that Jay-Z put out, that's when I really got introduced to like all of the black cowboys because I didn't even know anything about them. And then when I heard about Parsicana and started looking into uh, the deputy, I'm like, yeah. What well, well, do well, do your do yourself a favor because the actual prequel to the Heart of Their Fall, you'll see me, Erica Badu, Jesse Williams, Rosario Dawson, Harry Lennox, um, um, uh, the young uh, Whitaker, uh, uh -huh. Denzel Whitaker, um, Roger Grinderville Smith. Google, they die, they die before dawn. They die before dawn. Okay, I'm looking at it. And, my, and, and Michael Kenneth Williams plays that love. That technically was the 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 the, 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 the short film that helped get attention to create uh, the Heart of the Fall. Oh, yeah. okay. And I played Ben Hodges. Uh, Michael Kenneth Williams plays uh, Nat Love. Oh, Nat Nate Parker. He plays uh, one of the major characters in it. Bokeem Woodbine. He plays Bill Pickett. Um, uh, Erica Badu plays stagecoach Mary. Yeah, you could. It's right there on Vimeo. Okay, I'm gonna have to look that up. And you they know, die by dawn. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I wrote it down. I'm looking it up for real. And yeah. it's unfortunate that you know people don't associate black people with cowboys. And it's so weird because growing up in Texas, that's what we saw. I mean, we today people got horses in their backyard. Right. I, I, right. I lived in I lived in Aikens home in Studewood back in the 70s. So everybody had a horse in their backyard. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't got it. <laughs> so I was gonna ask you, like, what was a super a super interesting fact uh when you were looking up and researching uh Bass Reeves that you found out? But I mean you listed so many, I don't even well, the, the thing about Corsicana, I thought it was a, a, a genius because I wasn't really, uh, I wasn't hired to direct Corsicana. I was, really? Because you like, ended up directing it, right? Directing, only because the director, the director left like literally 48 hours before it was time for us to shoot. Wow. Um, they had a creative disagreement with the other producers. Everybody literally left my investor, Amber McNutt, hanging. I had already been in Corsicana for five days. I hadn't really read the script yet. I mean, just a lot of confusion and misunderstandings and everything literally fell apart. But this one was already 10 toes down in, money already spent. Right. I'm in the hotels, actors already flew in. It's like, I can't let wow. this, I, I, you know, I fell in love with Corsicana, being mm -hmm. back in Texas, knowing I'm gonna be around riding horses and dirt. I got this story with Bass Reeves. I love the history of Corsicana because what people don't know about Corsicana, which why people say, why is it called Corsicana? Well, the, the interesting thing about the history of Corsicana is that uh, it was the first town west of the Mississippi that had an incredible oil boom. Hmm. And out of that oil boom, okay, we have a character called Sam Tanner that's really based mm -hmm. on this billionaire. Exxon Mobil was created out of the oil boom that started in Corsicana. Wow. So we have no Exxon Mobil today, which we all yeah. know what Exxon Mobil is. Oh yeah. But it all started in the oil boom um, in Corsicana in the 1890s. Hmm. I did not know that. Well, I'm also an educator. So usually the roles <laughs> that I do, I want to educate my people. <laughs> or I want you to ask questions. You know? Yes. That's why I pick the roles that I pick because I want you to think about what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Do you really dislike that character or do, is there something about him that, that you recognize in yourself or your family? Right. I like <laughs> is that. Is that your uncle? <laughs> is that your uncle Butcher? 
I like that. I like oh, that. Was that an ex-boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want people to leave with after watching Corsicana and learning about the character? I want them to ask, do a deep dive to ask more questions about Bass Reeves. I'm not going to stop until they have a uh, have a, 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 a his birthday is in July until they have a like Martin Luther King of Bass Reeves holiday. Yeah. I don't want to stop. I want other people to tell, not just me. I want other people to tell a, a, a thousand more stories on Bass Reeves until people know exactly who he was and his legacy and know that there would be no state of Oklahoma without Bass Reeves and other men like him. Right. Oof. Okay. <laughs> And then I know it's, uh, you're going to debut it here in Houston, so I'm super right. excited. Star, <laughs> Star Cinema Grills, yes. August 26th, yeah. So and it's going to show, we're going to have a world premiere there, but it would be in all of the Star Cinema Grill theaters uh, until uh, September 1 and beyond, depending on, on how many people should keep wanting to see it. They okay, that's what I was going to ask. That we will keep the movie it? there at all the Star Cinema Grills as long as people are showing up to see it. Yes. Okay. And so what's good about that is write down this Oscar Michaud. Oscar Michaud. Oscar Michaud. M I C H E A U X. I'm taking the path of the great Oscar Michaud, was the first African American independent filmmaker who couldn't get his movie starring Black actors. Really good mm -hmm. narratives, really good stories because it was so racist during the 20s. So mm -hmm. imagine he's making these movies, carries these big old cans of films from city to city, much like a comedy tour. Okay. So that's what I'm doing. Just like any music tour, I'm taking Corsicana from city to city, whoever wants it, coming to, straight to the theater, no distributor, no middleman, and all the revenue that is being shared is being shared between me and the theaters. It comes straight back to my investors and right back to me so wow. I can come back and create jobs for the next one. So the, the, the importance of this movie is it's, 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 there's no middleman. You're right. not paying Disney, you're not paying Lionsgate, nothing against Netflix, and Netflix take care of me. So, right. um, uh, but I'm doing something different. Mm -hmm. doing something unprecedented mm -hmm. we're going straight to the people straight to I the people straight to the people with the people mm. that's, that's right, that's right. <laughs> okay so you know i can't let you go without talking about p valley because i'm like so invested <laughs> what <laughs> first of all uh honey child let me just say i am trying to figure out <laughs> If you, when you watch back on the scenes, are you like heated up and frisky or are you like, oh my God, clutch my pearls. I don't know what's going on. That's all oh. I need to know. Hold <laughs> on, I just want to make sure my door was closed. Okay. Hey man, I still watch people. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. <laughs> Hey man, it was even better because the COVID shit down. You couldn't get to the strip club, man. But that's the only show, man. I didn't have to give them the real dollars, man. And get what I need to see, man. Come on, now let's go be 100. We're going to be 100. Let's be 100. Wait a minute. That's what I'm talking about. To make I'm sure the kids. I, I, I love beauty. I, I, you know, kink don't get past me. I don't have to be a part of it to watch. I'm a warrior, right. man. I right. look. I don't I have to pay, pay, but ah. There you go. <laughs> Wait a minute. You sound you're like liar. you're a liar. You're a liar. If you say you ain't looking, you can talk ish oh. all you want. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't believe it. What? <laughs> right. Stop lying. You watch right. 
<laughs> right. You ain't gonna pass all that up. Well, but it sounds like some people you... say, well, I don't know what they do. I can't I, I, well, I'm gonna just keep watching and just see where it goes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you watch it because it's good. Exactly. Wait, it sounds like you frequent the strip club too, though. Is that what I heard? I know a lot about the strip world. Oh, okay, okay. More than you think. I, look, if you watch American, uh, uh, the Queen's Gentleman, you probably see me in there. Okay. You know, okay. I, that's the only way I had to pay to get through Howard University. I had to do something to make some money. There you go. Ain't I'm surprised. It's... I'm surprised the pictures haven't showed up yet. Mm-mm. They out there somewhere in DC. You know, somebody got them. They just don't. All those good sisters just don't want to let it out on me. Now we yeah. got to try to look for these pictures because it's something oh, on the surface. Look. Well, I was so skinny back then. You probably don't even recognize me. So it's like <laughs> I, I was just a buck 75 and nothing but abs. <laughs> <laughs> Legs and abs. Legs and abs. Washboard, stomach, and boots. <laughs> there you go. Oh, and the boots. Okay. <laughs> You're talking the 80s, girl. You're talking the 80s. That's okay. I, I, can, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, no, but I, I, I really respect... Um, that lifestyle, the ones that mm-hmm. are really working hard as mothers right. that are actually taking that money and starting their own private businesses. Yeah, right. they get into the sordid dark side that exists too. But more importantly, why I really appreciate and I hope and pray uh, for Katori and the show, and I'm serious when I say this, mm-hmm. is that those doubles, those women that are actually doing that on those poles, right. at eight, 10, 12 feet up in the air, amazing they are athletes Mm -hmm. and there was a time when i started snowboarding back in 1991 you would be poo-pooed and shunned if you showed up on a ski mountain with a snowboard you were treated like dirt you were less than dirt now you have snowboarders in the olympics right and i know people gonna say this dude is crazy i hope that one day we will live to see these athletes mm-hmm. called strippers have their own Olympics. Why not? We have hair shows. Right. We have half show competitions. We've got TV shows where people compete competing to cook. Right. Why can't these 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 so-called athletes that are called strippers mm-hmm. or there's another name they call themselves or uh, uh, um uh, I forget the term is uh, exotic dancers. Exotic dancers or there's another term they use. Why can't there be a competition where you have your first, like LeBron James of exotic dancing? Exactly. Because people oh, watching it, it, people mm-hmm. watching it anyway. You got uh, America's, uh, uh, what are America's talent? America's got what? talent. America's got talent. Mm-hmm. You watching legendary anyway? Right. So right. We, we have a show where we have the best exotic dancers in the world doing all these incredible things that I can't do. You can't do it. Okay. I'm but not a hater. I'm a congratulator. But, but yeah, it's exotic and sexy. <laughs> but the level of athletics yes. is what attracted me mm-hmm. the most about the storytelling yeah. of P-Valley. And it still does. Yes. I hope one day that exotic dancers can get to pay, get to be paid 10, 15, 20 million dollars because they earned it. Mm-hmm. and not have to deal with all the stuff they have to deal with just in the local level. Right. And I mean, and I mean that. I said that to Katori, I said it to Nico, and I mean it to this day. Uh, I just hope that one day someone will see the value in the athleticism mm-hmm. 
mm. of these women and the incredible talent, the choreography. Oh, yes. They're doing upside down. They're amazing. And they want to get on there together. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're amazing. So, you know, I don't I don't I have agree. any I don't have any exotic, exotic strippers in Corsicana, you know. <laughs> but you know, Corsicana does very well. I come out of Corsicana too. Who there knows? You, go. <laughs> you know, you may have like the first they have some, uh, in 1901 and... where the women are using the little <laughs> tassels or something. You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so um I'm excited about the movie coming out. I can't wait to see it. But there's something we do here at Two Hour Magazine. Um, and we do a fill in the blank and an either or. So we're going to do that real quick before we run out of time. Okay. Um, we'll start with fill in the blank and you just fill in the blank with whatever you think. Okay. Okay. So when people say my name around a group of people, I want them to think blank about me. Legacy. Oh, okay. One thing I want to improve about myself is blank. Laugh even more. Okay. A project that made my family really proud is blank my fathering my fatherhood mm -hmm, okay if i woke up in a different body it would be blank a horse a horse i thought you was gonna say a stripper but okay <laughs> i've already done that oh, no. oh yeah you did you did <laughs> they ain't new they ain't new okay um I, I, man i need to know about this i need one good story about the old stripper days you gotta tell me something i danced with prince Machabelli. The real midnight, the real uh, heat. Uh, Chris Machabelli was huge in Washington D.C. I mean, we took the 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 DMV over. No, nobody got past us in triples, in the wow. ibex club ibex and triples. We dominated, and I had this manager and something with really. I I got my own story, you know, and it got so crazy. I had to flee Washington D.C. and go to New York. I fled. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Real quick. What was the uniform <laughs> though? I know you had boots and what else? You do the research. Maybe if you, 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 <laughs> real good. That was real slick. <laughs> yeah, you should, you going to have a career in this business. <laughs> Go on, Joy Reed. Right. Gail King. <laughs> you okay, almost made okay. me tell on myself. <laughs> I ain't even on here drinking like the Andy Cohen show. Bravo. Girl, you almost got me good. You ain't gonna give me no headline. I already gave you too damn much. <laughs> you almost made me tell you my name back then. Look at I need to call my publicist. <laughs> this this interview is over. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, real quick, either or, and then I'm gonna let you go. Okay, uh, would you rather be a sugar daddy or have a sugar mama? Got to oh. choose one. Both. Oh, okay, both. Okay, <laughs> dominant or <laughs> dominant or submissive. Dominant. Okay. Who would star in your next uh, Netflix film? Blank or blank. Viola Davis. Okay, oh, she's so amazing. Okay, would you have streaks in your underwear of shards, shards in your underwear or urine stains? What the hell? <laughs> oh, this interview is over. 
neither. <laughs> we have to do something to kind of shock you. So, but you shocked me today. So I'm that's excited. it. I'm not answering that question. Mm -mm, that's nasty. Mm -mm, no. Mm -mm. Uh, okay. Does, does this get worse? Does this get worse? No, that was it. Well, that's it. We're we gonna end on that. That girl, the imagery got my eyes over here watering. <laughs> but probably you estate. <laughs> <laughs> well, Isaiah, I really appreciate you. I thank you for having fun with me and educating me. I'm super excited about the movie, and I can't wait to meet you in person when you come to Houston. Are you gonna be there? Good. I hope you're there on the red carpet. Yes. Yeah. That's my homecoming time, man. I'm coming. I, I, I'm a little nervous, but I feel good about it. <laughs>